0: Welcome to the Voice Tech Podcast. Join me, Carl Robinson, in conversation with the world's leading voice technology experts. Discover the latest products, tools and techniques and learn to build the voice apps of the future.
1: Unlike the way other people had delivered motivational interviewing using a computer interface, we were getting people to talk to the computer. And so moving on to the robot and having people talk to the robot was the next step.
0: Hello, and welcome back to another episode of The Voice Tech Podcast. My name's Carl Robinson, and this is episode 55, Social Robot Counselors. So in today's episode, recorded on the 5th of November 2019, you'll hear me talk with Jackie Andrade, the Professor of Psychology at the University of Plymouth in the UK. And she's also joined by Leonie Cooper, a PhD candidate at the university who's researching robot-delivered interventions to reduce procrastination. So this is a really fun and interesting conversation I had with those two guys. Really wonderful topic, not one we've covered on the podcast before, talking about how people communicate with robots and the role that they can play in healthcare, in particular to do with changing behavior and influencing uh, humans to take the right actions. So we dive into, first of all, an overview of the psychological support that can be delivered through humans and then how we can actually deliver that through technology and the differences there. And then we dive into the motivational interviewing concept. It's basically a, a counseling method that helps people resolve ambivalent feelings and insecurities to find the internal motivation that they need to change their behavior. We discuss the main tenets, what a typical MI interview looks like. And then we talk about the paper, the study that Jackie and uh, Leone were involved in, which involves a, a NOW robot, N-A-O robot. Uh, you've probably seen them uh, on social media. It's really cute child-sized robot, looks quite futuristic, lights up, it's got articulated limbs, etc. And uh, it can also speak. So this study was basically investigating how uh, motivational interviews delivered through a robot would be received by people. And uh, we dive into all of the details around that study, including a lot of the design considerations that Jackie and uh, Leonie had to take when designing the movements, the interaction and the voice of the robot. So some of those include the choice for a childlike voice to match the child-sized robot, the importance of asking open questions and follow-ups, the robot's physical reactions, the expressions, the mimicking that went on, and a surprising discovery that they didn't use speech detection. They chose not to use speech detection, and there's a very important reason why not. Of course, we also explore the reason why we need robot counselors in the first place. Wouldn't it be better for a human to do this, of course? and why people particularly like talking to robots. There are a lot of actual benefits for putting a robot in that position as opposed to a human. I'm sure you can guess at some of them, but we, we cover a great number of those in the conversation. And lastly, we also talk about some of the challenges in getting people to talk out loud to technology, what can be done to encourage engagement as well. So it's a really a wide-ranging, very, very interesting and insightful conversation. It's wonderful to talk to those guys. I know you're going to enjoy it, and I'm excited to bring it to you today. got another great conference to put on your calendar a fantastic two-day event organized by Bradley Metrock and the Score publishing team uh, it's presented by Mercedes-Benz and it's your chance to witness the union of voice-first technology and the modern car now as you know these are two hugely impactful technologies that combined will transform the way we move around our environment and access services in this new decade it's all happening on April the 7th and April the 8th 2020 in San Jose, California if you want to get more information on the lineup, you can go to voiceofthecar.com. And uh, right now, Voice Tech listeners get 30% off with the code Voice Tech Carl. At the event, they're going to cover all sorts of issues surrounding voice in the car, conversation design for the car, voice first gaming in the car, how to market voice in the car to the consumer. It's going to be a wonderful event. Uh, remember, Score Publishing is the team that brought us Project Voice, so if it's anything like that, then you're really in for a treat. So if that sounds like fun, go to voiceofthecar.com and use the code VoiceTechCarl to get 30% off. Just a quick reminder that full episodes of the VoiceTech Podcast are now only available for free for a limited time after release. You can get all the full episodes at voicetechpodcast.com slash pro. By becoming a VoiceTech Pro, you not only unlock access to the entire back catalogue of episodes, but you also get exclusive content made just for VoiceTech Pros and get to hear the episodes weeks before everyone else. Voice Tech Pros also get episodes with bonus questions, no ads, and high quality sound. And best of all, you get that warm fuzzy feeling that you're supporting the show, helping to ensure that I can keep producing episodes like this one. So, in a nutshell, if you want to keep the podcast alive, get more content, Get higher quality content and get it before everyone else. Open your web browser and visit voicetechpodcast.com slash pro. Okay, so we're very lucky to be joined on the line by Jackie Andrade, the Professor of Psychology at the University of Plymouth in the UK, and uh, we're joined also by Leonie Cooper, a PhD candidate at the University of Plymouth, researching robot-delivered interventions to reduce procrastination. Jackie and Leonie, welcome to the show.
2: Hello. Hi, thank you for having
0: us. Yeah, really looking forward to this conversation. We're going to be talking about psychological support and its delivery through technology. Also a specific technique called motivational interviewing, which I've had a little bit of connection with in the past in my professional history. I'll get into that a bit later, but it's a really interesting technique. And I think it's something that's very applicable to anyone who's building voice interfaces today, whether it's on social robot like you guys, or if it's on a smart speaker. So let's get started. First of all, before we dive into all the technical stuff, I'd like to first understand what that means, psychological support, how it's currently delivered by humans. And then we can discuss how having it delivered through technology is advantageous, what some of the techniques that we can use to do that, and how that relates to the wider field of voice interfaces. So Jackie, maybe we can start with you. Uh, Psychological support by humans, what does that mean? What does that look like in real life?
1: Yes, there's two basic sorts of support. And one of them is probably what a lot of people are familiar with. So if you go to something like a weight loss class in the community, there'll be lots of lifestyle advice and kind of group goal setting and social support and so on. And that's one way of supporting people to tell them things that they might need to know, advise them what's the best way of living their lives and give them some social support and some structure to help them plan how they're going to change their behaviour. The alternative approach is something that's much more person-centred, which involves talking to somebody about what they want to do and what resources they have to do it with and what ideas they have for achieving their goal. And that's the sort of approach that motivational interviewing takes.
0: Okay. So what I understood was there's a group-based approach and there's an individual face-to-face approach. Is, Is that right? That's the distinction between those two approaches?
1: Yes, And there's other sorts of individual approaches where you might try to change the way that somebody's thinking about things. So, a Mm -hmm. lot of psychological treatments use cognitive behavioral approaches where they'll try and work out if somebody has a belief about the world that is actually kind of making their life difficult. So, yeah, If you were scared of spiders and you believed that every room that you went into was going to be full of spiders, that would make life <laughs> extremely stressful for you. Absolutely. Motivational interviewing is different again. So in a human face-to-face interaction, the role of the motivational interviewer is really to sort of elicit the person's own goals and values and kind of ideas about the sort of person they want to be and help them sort of overcome obstacles and think about what those obstacles might be and what paths they'd like to take to achieve their goal. So rather than the psychologist coming in as the expert and telling somebody, what it would be good for them to do. Mm. They're more a collaborator that helps somebody think about their life and how they can change it to best fit the sort of values they hold and the sort of person they believe themselves to be.
0: I see. So it's more of a, a listening-based approach, then. It's more about the professional eliciting the information from the patient, or maybe we don't call them patient from the from the person who needs the support. And then feeding that back to them, allowing them to realize what's already within inside themselves.
1: Absolutely, yes. So it uses what are known as active listening skills, where if you said something to me, say that you wanted to be more physically active, I might reply to that by saying, so you feel that would be a good thing for you or It would be good for you to do that in quite a neutral way, but just sort of picking up on the fact this is something you want to do rather than you just believe is something humans ought to be doing.
0: I see. It's reinforcing what they already believe but is it also reframing some of the things that they're saying are you adding your own spin to it is there some level of influence going on or is it simply mirroring what they're saying in a maybe a more positive way
1: it's the best word you use was reinforcing so you have a little bit of control in that you're trying to pick up on the things that the person sounds really sort of emotionally connected to and you are helping somebody work towards a goal But at the start of the conversation, you don't know whether the goal will be to get more physically active or to continue as you are or to quit your drug use or to continue using it. So it's going into that conversation with an open mind, but then listening to what the person wants to do and then help them work towards that. So it is directed, but in a direction that's set by the person, not by the therapist.
0: That's really interesting. So there's no agenda on on the side of the therapist, other than to help the person achieve the goals that they're expressing themselves. But when they express something the therapist thinks that they can help them achieve, the, the therapist obviously picks up on that and then reinforces it, plays that back to them and helps them achieve it that way. Okay, so I've got an idea of what that entails. Also, there's an element of just having someone say something out loud that actually, in itself, makes people more likely to follow through with action.
1: Yes, absolutely. And that's something that participants in our research have told us repeatedly, that it really made a difference just listening to themselves, talking about what they wanted to do. It made their plans feel more concrete, more real, made the obstacles feel less important once they heard themselves talking about them and it boosted their confidence that they were somebody who could achieve this sort of goal. Mm. So there's another thing that a motivational interviewer is trained to do, and that's to listen for what they call change talk. So what they're listening for is the person moving from saying, oh, I really ought to do this to saying, I need to do this. I want to do it. It's important to me to do it. So that sense that they're not arguing for all the reasons why they can't, they're starting to talk about why it would be good to move on and do it.
0: I see. So the actual language matters as well. You're picking up on, on key phrases yeah. and words. Yeah. Interesting. What kinds of use cases then? What kinds of typical problems are people facing that they need this kind of help with? I mentioned at the beginning procrastination. That's something that Leonie's researching. And uh, you mentioned fitness. Leonie, like maybe you could tell us that procrastination, that's quite a wide field, I imagine there's the classic case of uh, not going to the gym, which, uh, we, you know, we're, we're coming up uh, rapidly on, on New Year's, plenty of people are going to be facing that. But what other use cases, what other conditions and uh, problems do people face that motivational interviewing can help with?
2: Well, with my research, we're primarily focusing on students' work efficacy and efficiency. Ah. So I think it might be something with the new generation, but students have this dire need to want to talk about their procrastination. And It evokes a lot of stressful experiences and has a lot of, although they're fully aware of the consequences of their procrastination, Mm -hmm. they're still doing that behavior. It's almost like a trap that the students feel that they're in with this procrastination behavior. So we're hoping to be able to break that cycle that they're in of procrastination by helping them set the goals and try and work to their new framework
0: sure so and obviously- how, how do you find students who are be really openly willing to say that they're procrastinating do you are they coming to you or are you seeking them out
2: So I distribute a survey just to kind of gauge what people's procrastination levels are. And at the end of that, they're welcome to give consent to be contacted um, if Mm. they'd like to take part in one of our experiments. Otherwise, I just advertise the experiment. And for example, I did a trial recently. I had 80 slots. They went within a day. So students are very keen to talk about their procrastination behaviors and wanting to change them to improve their work outcomes.
0: Right. Well, that's good to know. Yeah, that makes your research a, a little bit easier. Yes, um, definitely. <laughs> great. I know later we've got a video of you conducting some of the demos with the the solution that you guys have produced. So before we dive into the details of the study that you've recently conducted, let's talk a bit about how delivery of psychological support happens through technology what currently exists today and what's the research uh, generally focused on what are the big questions that are left unanswered that you guys are working on right now Jackie
1: okay I think I mean the first things that people focused on were delivering psychological interventions using internet-based programs where people might watch video and then be asked some questions about how they felt about different things and then in the more sophisticated programs they would enter free text and then the computer would pick up the sorts of things they'd said and use that text in the follow-up questions so you could sort of build that rapport with the person. Now, of course, there's loads of apps for weight loss, fitness, time management.
0: Oh, um, yeah, yeah, the list goes on.
1: Yeah, mood regulation and so on. And starting to use speech and language recognition. But a lot of the motivational interviewing interventions that have been done using technology have required people just to select from options for their response.
0: I'm afraid that's the end of this episode's free preview. That's right. Full episodes of the Voicetech podcast are only available for a limited period of time after their release. The full 1-hour episode is available to Voicetech Pro subscribers, along with all the other episodes we've produced. Go to voicetechpodcast.com/pro where for just a few dollars a month, you can become a Voicetech Pro and receive a range of exclusive benefits. Voicetech Pros get more content each month. You unlock access to the entire catalog of full-length episodes, including this episode. You can enjoy extra content, such as exclusive interviews just for VoiceTech Pro subscribers, plus bonus questions in the main interviews, and you also get to hear episodes sooner than everyone else, weeks ahead of their public release, in fact. VoiceTech Pros also get a special role in our online community, higher quality episodes with no ads and studio quality sound, and a chance to support the show and ensure we keep on producing more great episodes like this one. So please go to voicetechpodcast.com slash pro and become a Voicetech Pro today.